0: Hi everybody I'm Pastor Larry Huck and welcome to standing with Israel on Charisma's podcast Network you know standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do and let me give you two reasons number one as Paul said in the book of Ephesians that the two shall become one new man you and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles The second thing is, by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Standing with Israel is the father of all blessings. So get ready for God's wisdom, favor, anointing, and blessing. Now let's get into today's message. God is saying to us, understand that there's an enemy that wants to defeat your home or defeat your marriage or defeat your country or defeat your church or defeat your business. But he said, this is a spiritual warfare, and I want you to stand strong, and I want you to be firm in the power of God. And then he says, here's how you do. Put on the armor of God. You're about to go into battle. Put on the armor of God, not the armor of this world, not the answers from this world, but the armor of God. And then he lists the armor of God. Look at this with me. He said, Take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all the stand, stand therefore. Now look at this list. Having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, not the most important, but above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with prayer and supplication. So here you have you as, you and I as a Christian warrior. And he said, I want you to get dressed for battle. I want you to get dressed for victory. I want you to get dressed because when you get dressed my way, you're more than a conqueror. Greater is he that's in you than anything that can come against you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper because you've got on the armor of God through the name and the blood of Jesus Christ. And so he says, now put on this armor. Now there's a teaching that I've given you many times and it's called the avolt, the avolt or the avos. And that word in Hebrew means the father. It's the father of the teachings. If you have the Ten Commandments, none of those commandments work without the Father Commandment, the first one. All the, the, the Father brings the birthing or the blessing of everything else that's listed. Nothing works if you miss the first one. Think about the Ten Commandments. You, uh, you, thou shalt not steal, covet your neighbor's stuff, thou shalt not lie. Except, uh, uh, but the first commandment is God is God. If you don't have God as God, you're not going to be able to fulfill the rest. Yeah. Now, this in Hebrew is called the avot of a teaching or the avos of teachings. That you've got to have the first one for the rest of them to work. Yeah. So when God talks about the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, have uh, all these weapons, none of them work without the first one. Right. Yes. Every word in God's word is there Exactly the way God wants it. And so the first one, the avolt of all the armor, is having your loins girt about with truth. Because it's the truth and only the truth that sets us free. The truth that we know, the truth that we understand. And so God says the the full power of the helmet, the full power of the shield, the full power of the sword won't work unless you know what the Word of God says, that you're able to reproduce the truth in your life. That's why what we're experiencing in Bible prophecy right now of Christians coming back to their Jewish roots— To understanding the Jewishness of the Bible is one of the most amazing things that's happened. But I want you to understand that for almost 2,000 years to include Jewish understanding in Christian faith was heresy. Time Magazine back in 2008 wrote an article and said, of the 10 ideas that are changing the world, re Judaizing Jesus is one of the most important. Of the 10 ideas that are changing the world, giving the world a Jewish Jesus is so important. Now, most of us know this, but I want you to understand there's still a whole lot of people that haven't, their eyes haven't been opened up yet. There's a great, great rabbi that believed the Bible prophecies, that at the last days, Jews and Gentiles will come together. And the book of Ephesians gives us a great, great teaching that has to happen before the Messiah will return. And it says the wall between Jews and Gentiles will come down. That wall between Jews and Gentiles has been promoted by the church almost every Sunday for 2,000 years. Those Jews, those Jews, those Jews, those Jews. We're going to show you the Jews didn't kill Jesus. We're going to show you that Jesus died in the hands of the Romans. A couple couple Jews were involved, but the Roman Empire, we're going to show you all that. It's all documented in the Bible. But we've got to understand that before the Messiah can come, the wall between Jews and Gentiles, Ephesians chapter 2, must come down and we become that one new man. I want to tell you a miracle that happened. A couple weeks ago, I was asked by the government of Israel to do a teaching, an international teaching, a web seminar. I guess we call it a web seminar. And I was in my office, and 260 nations signed up for me to teach. And in that teaching, the nation of Israel said, would you teach where you feel we are in the world on Bible prophecy? Now, these are Jews, many of them Orthodox Jews. And I said, if I teach this, I've got got to teach it with the words not only of the prophets, but with the words of the New Testament, the apostles, the words of Jesus. You know what they said? We we love that. Teach that. Now, you've got to understand that for almost 2,000 years the Jew and the Gentile have been enemies. We, we, when we first started going to Israel, we would walk down to the Western Wall and we would put a, a yarmulke on because you have to do that. You, you can't go to the wall and pray without one. They won't allow you. But we'd go to pray. And many times we we would be spit at because, because of the Christian teaching it's become the pogroms and the holocaust and the inquisition you talk about you talk about racism the jews have faced racism for 2000 years and it's being promoted from the pulpit and all of a sudden we're talking about a jewish jesus how many times have we seen pictures of jesus with blonde hair and blue eyes and a long white robe and the woman touching the hem of his garment when in reality Jesus was from the lineage of David Jesus was dark skinned. he would cr- probably curly hair he wouldn't have worn a long Roman robe he was wearing a tallit the hem of his garment was the corner of the tallit that said the Messiah would come and he would bring healing in his wings and he would bring the word of God from Logos to Rhema all of a sudden we're, we're giving the world a Jewish Jesus. Now, we started doing this 20-something years ago, and we were labeled heretics. Yeah. Now it's the strongest movement, new movement, in Christianity, but it's not just tearing the wall down between Jews and Gentiles because we're giving them a Jesus that ate kosher. We're giving them a Jesus that kept the Sabbath. We're giving them a Jesus that celebrated Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. But we're giving the Christian world the real truth to what the Word of God says, and that truth is putting genes in babies that nobody has ever seen before, and that truth is going to open the windows of heaven over your life where God will pour out such a blessing because it's not the truth that sets you free. It's the truth you know. My people destroyed for what reason? They called him Rabbi because Jesus was Jewish. Jesus never stopped being Jewish. Jesus was born Jewish, circumcised Jewish. Jesus was raised Jewish. Jesus was taught Jewish. Jesus was in the temple. Jesus taught in the synagogue. Jesus never stopped being Jewish. In the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah says an interesting thing. He said there's going to come a time, and he's talking about the coming of the Messiah, there's going to come a time in which the church, the Gentiles, their their eyes will be opened. And they go you know what we've we've inherited from our fathers and he's talking about spiritual fathers we've inherited some useless things but now we're seeing the blessing and the power of God Rabbi Schneerson as I said before this great great rabbi that believed the Jews the prophecies of God the Jews and Christians would come together they would come together his last speech to about ten thousand orthodox jews he said the messiah is ready to come except one thing and this was back in 1996 i believe the same year the first year we went to israel and he said the messiah is ready to come except one thing he said god is going to move upon the gentiles and he said he's going to give them revelation of what the word of god says and all of a sudden, they're going to understand what the blessings of Shabbat, the blessings of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, Sukkot, Pentecost, uh, Passover, Resurrection Sunday. They're going to understand this. And he said, at first, Jews will say, why are you doing this? This is ours. Now, this is one of the number one rabbis of all time. He said, why are you doing this? This is ours. But he said, these Gentiles who begin to understand the truth, who begin to understand what a Jewish Jesus said, what a Jewish Paul said, what a Jewish Abraham said, what the Word of God says, he said, these Gentiles will become so blessed that it will get the world's attention. And Jew and Gentile together will form as one person and we will see the coming of the messiah this is an amazing thing when when i first started teaching this my own family got a hold of me and said are you still christian because we've we've heard that jesus came to take us away from our roots what did paul say paul said you've got to understand we're the wild branch they are the root We are grafted into them. Folks, we're about to see the greatest harvest of God's grace, revival, outpouring of the Spirit. And that harvest comes because by some reason, the grace of God, he's reconnected us to the root. That root, Jesus himself said, Paul said, is our father Abraham. We're going to understand the helm of his garment we're going to understand welcoming in the sabbath we're going to understand what jesus meant when whenever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven remember this when israel becomes a nation there is one generation left and the messiah will come but before he comes and he could come he could come at any moment but i don't know about you i'm ready for the windows of heaven to be open I'm ready for the love of God, the power of God, the unity of God, the blessing of God, so all the world will know that the God we serve, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we all, every single one of us on planet Earth has access to him because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Do you receive that today? Amen. Before we go, I would like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. No one looking around. We can't ask you to come forward, unfortunately. If the rapture were to take place today, and it could, if the coming of the Messiah were to happen today, would you be ready to go? As our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, I really believe that all we're seeing in the world today is a wake-up call, God saying, I love you so much that I don't want you to miss out I don't want you to miss out on all the blessing that I have. And I don't want you to miss out when I come. If we think it's crazy now, can you imagine what it's going to be like after the rapture and all the good has been taken away and there's no longer any restraint? God loves us so much that he sent Jesus Christ no matter who we are, to pay the price for our sin. Forty-something years ago, I walked into a church, a drug addict, a drug dealer. But I walked out of that church a child of God with a destiny wrapped in the blood of Jesus. As our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed and no one's looking around, just right there in your seat, is there anyone here you'd say, Pastor Larry, you know, I've never asked Jesus into my heart. Or maybe you have, but somewhere along the line, you've kind of gotten lukewarm. You've kind of become that frog in the pan. And this has been a wake-up call to saying, you know what, I need to put God back on the throne of my life. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, no one's looking around, right there in your seat, you say, Pastor, would you remember me in prayer? I want to dedicate my life to Jesus and ask him to come into my heart. Lift your hand up all over the building. I see that hand, that hand, that hand, that hand, that hand. God bless that hand, that hand, that hand. God bless. That hand, that hand, that hand, that hand, that hand. God bless that hand. God bless that hand, that hand, that hand. God bless. Real high in the back, I can see it through the cameras, the lights. That hand, God bless that hand. Amen. That that hand, God bless. Would you stand with me all over the building when we when after we pray, Pastor Wanderson is going to come and dismiss us. Is that correct? Pastor Wanison is going to come. But let's close our eyes, bow our hearts before the Lord. And let's say these words together, knowing that he hears every word we say. Say this out loud. Say, Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I know I've sinned. We've all sinned. But I know this. You love me so much you sent jesus christ to pay the price in full for all my sin right now i receive jesus christ as my lord and my savior today i dedicate my life jesus you lived, you died for me starting today i will live for you in jesus name Amen and amen. Would you give the Lord a great big clap offering? There's a teaching that Jesus gave us. And he said, you can't put new wine in an old wineskin. An old wineskin is stiff. It's rigid. It's... um, it's not, who said that? It's not what? Not flexible. It's not, that's exactly it. It's not flexible. And new, old wine is dead, but new wine is living. Be open to new wine. Be open to the Rama word of God, the living word of God. Be open to saying, you know what? We, we, we thought this was right. But boy, here's what Jesus really meant. And when you do that, that truth, when you own it, that truth really will set you free. There's the milk of the word, and then there's the meat of the word. And the more we know, the more that word comes alive to us. In the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit. We are living in the future, and our
1: best really is yet to come. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and we'll send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Dahlia, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at one 800 847-4588 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org Again, please call 1-800-847-4588 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your personal and financial support. And tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.